Hey everybody, it's Hawkeye Jimmy here. Um, thought about sitting on this one for a day just to see kind of how things settled. Uh, watched the game, had to shut it off after the last interception, go do a little bit of trick-or-treating, which was actually a blast. It was over, you know, around 60 degrees and uh, good to get outside and, and walk around the neighborhood. And and uh, so that was good. That was the highlight of the day today, I think. Um, <clears throat> decided might as well just get it over with tonight because this is one we kind of want to move move past. Um, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this one, but just, you know, it, it was a disappointing loss to lose to Northwestern again and just be so inept in the second half, really, after the first quarter. So uh, just talk a little bit about some of the things that happened today. Spencer Petrus was 26 of 50 for 216 yards, a touchdown, and then the the three really costly interceptions. A couple of those were off the hands of receivers, but... Boy, he was throwing throwing fastballs out there. So uh, I think they're more on him than than on the, the receivers. Um, <clears throat> he he had stretches where he looked really good. I mean, early in the game, he, he looked just superb. And then, I don't know, I, I, I think that the offense was kind of set up to, to make him fail today. Um, that's kind of a bold statement, but I don't know why Iowa didn't run the ball more. T. Good had 13 rushes for 43 yards and a touchdown. Sargent only had four rushes for 20 yards. Um, so I don't know why Iowa just abandoned the run so early on. I would have liked to have seen more of T. Good, you know, doing some of the things that we, we haven't typically done, but where there's a direct snap to him uh, to see what he can do with his feet. Uh, I, w- I would have liked to see them try to run more on first and second downs. But for whatever reason, they just wanted to to pass today. And I know Northwestern's uh, linebackers definitely are are the the strength of that defense. Uh, so maybe there was thinking that that they you know they'd be able to um, beat the defensive backs and Maybe they really had a lot of confidence in that, and they didn't want to run at Patty Fisher and the the other two, two you know senior linebackers. But it, that sure didn't work if that's what they were trying to do. And with a young guy like Spencer Petrus, and and I you know I'm I'm not down on on Spencer Petrus yet. He's out there. He's giving it his best. Um, he's gonna keep keep playing. He's gonna keep learning. He's gonna watch game film and and hopefully hopefully get better as the season goes on. And this is his, only his second game where he's been a starter. He, he hardly got any snaps last year, so it's, it's all pretty new to him. Um, but I, I think if, if they would have had a running game to go along with the passing game, I think that would have helped open things up a little bit more. It got to the point where I think Northwestern seemed to know we were just going to pass it on every down, and so they had everybody drop back in coverage. And I thought the offensive line did a good job in protection. Um, didn't get to see a whole lot of them in the, the you know, the ru- rushing game. I know they, they did have some negative plays that were disappointing that kind of, kind of hurt. And maybe that's why, uh, Brian, the offensive coordinator kind of backed away from, from some of the rushing, uh, on Northwestern side, Peyton Ramsey did a really good job. He had the one ill-advised pass for an interception, kind of hoped that was going to be the turning point and that the Hawks would be able to, 
drive down the field and, and put at least a field goal up, um, if not a touchdown. Um, but, but Peyton Ramsey was 11 of 18 for 130 yards, so not spectacular by any means. Well, no touchdowns and an interception. And then on the rushing side of things, you know, Peyton Ramsey would just make plays on third downs. That was the key thing there. He he just made plays. And uh, and he kept the chains moving because rushing, Bowser was 25 attempts for 85 yards. So, you know, way less than, than four yards a carry. And then Ramsey was the second leading rusher, 12 for 26. That's just over two yards a carry. Uh, Brown, 10 for 21. Again, two yards per carry. So... Really, other than just a couple of drives, the Iowa defense really held their own out there. Amir Smith-Marset, it was good to see he was, he was targeted only a couple more times than, than last year. I don't know what happened. I mean, early on he was targeted a lot, and he had seven receptions on those eight targets for 84 yards. I know he was, had a, he, he was held. It was an egregious holding that wasn't called near the end of the game that would have you know, kept the drive going, and, and who knows, maybe the Hawks can get in field goal range and win the game, but that wasn't called. Laporta had 13 targets, uh, six receptions, 46 yards. He had that one one very uncharacteristic drop, but, man, he was overthrown a couple of times where he was open, so I need to get, get that on the right page. Tyrone Tracy had, a, had three catches, but um, – or – Two catches, 33 yards, three targets. Brandon Smith, uh, nine targets and only three receptions for 19 yards. I, I mean, but he did, again, just like last week, he had a couple of great third down catches to move the chains, and he's really become a dependable third down third down guy. Nico, uh, three catches on six targets. He had 16 yards. T. Good had a couple catches for eight yards, and Sergeant won. Ivory Kelly Martin also had one. So that's the offense. It uh, it was a diff- very disappointing offense. Uh, total yards, it's just crazy to even say this, but Iowa had more total yards than than Northwestern. The difference was that they they had more balanced attack. Um, they put more points on the board. You know that's that's. Uh, the having to kick having to kick field goals is disappointing when when the hawks went up 14 nothing i was so pumped and then when they got down there again and had the wide open Sean Byer in the end zone and petrus had a guy in his face and couldn't get the ball out to him should have been 21 nothing and then it's probably getting demoralizing there but uh they settled for a field goal. I just had that eerie feeling. And then next time they got down there, had to get a, a long field goal again. And then, of course, the bonk off the upright. I mean, it was it, was a, it would have been a heck of a kick um, if Shudak could have gotten that through the uprights. It just bonked the upright over 50-yarder against the wind. I mean, what a kick. Why can't we get a break or the Hawkeyes get a break and let it just bounce inside for the three points? That that could have been the could have been the story of the game right there, you know, if, if that happened. So on the defensive side, uh Seth Benson started uh, at linebacker and he had he had eleven tackles, so um 
he was really active out there. Davion Nixon was a beast again this week. I mean, that guy all over the quarterback with one and a half sacks. He was um, stopping the run. He was disrupting plays. I think Davion Nixon looks like the most improved defensive player um, since last year for sure. Riley Moss had nine tackles. That that surprises me, but uh, you know I think he was just tackling guys after their catches. Uh, Heflin had six. Nick Neiman five. Chauncey Golston had uh, five tackles and he had a half a sack, so it was good to see him getting in there. I don't need to run all, run down all this, but those are the leaders there. As you knew it would be, Patty Fisher had 10 tackles. He's the, the stud linebacker for Northwestern. But overall, Iowa with 216 passing yards, but barely over 50% completion. That's It's hard to win in that scenario. And then only 77 rushing yards. Um, not very many attempts, though. So, they, you know, they didn't attempt that many rushes. So I, I'd like to see more balance. I think I know... Kirk even said it afterwards that, that they don't want to play this way and they would like to have uh, a lot more balance than that. So um, they'll have to get to work and see what they can get get going for next week. Uh, Michigan State coming to town again. Luckily, they'll be home again, so that'll be good. Uh, one quick shout-out to Kayvon Merriweather for that huge tackle that he had. Um, that was good, and, and I guess he got the start today, so interesting to see that. But, man, the Hawkeyes up 17 to nothing at the end of the first quarter, give up two touchdowns on a 16-play and a 14-play, I believe it was, drive in the second quarter, kick a field goal, miss a really close field goal. It was a heck of a try. And then give up a, a third-quarter touchdown to go down 21 to 20, and no points in the second half for the Hawkeyes. Zero. A goose egg. <laughs> that is just a really disappointing thing. So, anyway, um, we love our Hawkeyes. We're going to keep supporting them. We're going to, you know, just hope that they're, we know that they're, they're the ones that are disappointed more than anybody, the coaches and the players tonight. And they're going to be looking at film. They're going to be figuring out ways to improve. Need more balance on that offense. Um, need to get that running game going big time. And then uh, need to see what they can do against Michigan State next week. So, again, very disappointing. I think Iowa has more talent than Northwestern, especially on the offensive side. But it, it just didn't, didn't show out today, unfortunately. And then turnovers, you know, were, were, were too difficult to overcome, although – Northwestern had, I believe, as many turnovers as Iowa did. So that's, you know, that's what it is. 21 to 20, Iowa loses. Um, 0-2 to start the season. So now it's just time to just go out there and let it rip and play as hard as you can and get some wins and and uh, just try to enjoy the rest of the season. So go Hawks, and uh, we'll be talking again soon. Thank you. Talk to you later.